When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina. Your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. Teaching right now has got to be the toughest job in America, Jake. And then he goes into the, like this skip, like this slow motion skip. And you know that the fender's probably saying, oh my gosh, where's he, where's, what's he going to do? Because you just don't know. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It is time for another episode of the Jordan and Jake podcast brought to you by Ortho Carolina. I'm Jordan Gross. You're going to hear from Jake DeLome as well. As usual, week four in the NFL, the Panthers are now one and two, got their win last week, Jake. How you doing, my friend? Doing great, Jordan. So encouraged by the game last week. Um, just excited that they got a win. You know, you get a win on the road. Uh, your star players out, some other guys stepped up and, you know, I kept on using the word growth last week and you saw some, some different things from this team last week and uh, just, just happy for them. Just happy for everybody involved. There's, there's nothing greater than that going on the road and, and getting a win. There's nothing greater than going on the road and getting a win. To me, man. Is that real? Oh, look, I'm <laughs> sorry. I mean, it's good, but there's not, there's greater things in life than going on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking the... sports related, Jordan. Oh, you know, okay. You, you... All right. I mean, I would, I could list a few, but you just, you went right to business there, Jake. So I, I'm sorry. I just, guard. I, th- I thought we'd well, catch Jordan... up a little or something. Uh, well, I, I, I really, I, I, let's do it though. Okay. Let's talk chargers. I, I like, I like what you did there. Uh, two sacks, eight QB hits. Phil Snow said that there was 21 QB pressures, Jake. That's what we needed to see, and I loved it last week. I loved it. It was early on, and we won the turnover battle. Teddy was in control. Mike Davis ran angry. 
we just Brian Burns. That's what I I just thought you saw the 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 speed, the length of Brian. I thought that was encouraging to see. And man, the more I watch it, Derek Brown, I just I'm I'm very excited about what what we have when, in this young guy. It's just running down the field, making a tackle, just just little things like that. I just I think that's a that was a, that was the right pick, man. Very excited. I think. Derek Brown may have had something that's even better than the the best feeling of winning on the road. He had his second baby this week. Missed practice on Wednesday, I believe. Congratulations. Yep. What an advanced Congrats. An advanced adult. Two kids as as a rookie. I'm impressed. That guy is not waiting for anything in life. No, he is not. And uh hopefully everything went well. And you know, how exciting is that? Isn't it funny with guys that have babies in the NFL? It is exciting, and congratulations to Derek Brown and uh, everybody. Hope, like you said, hope everybody's well. Isn't it funny though? Now that we're not active football players, you actually life events are a big deal. But when you're playing, it's like, yeah, hey, you had to miss Wednesday. You had a baby, I guess. You know what I mean? You just yeah. have to pencil everything in. It's just nuts. Every. Exactly. Everything, you know, was so wrapped around your job and the, the, the time, the dedication and everything involved in uh, into it. And then you get thrown into normal life and then you coach high school football, you have fantasy football, you know, the important things in life, Jordan. The important uh, fantasy football. Ooh, I got another dilemma this week. Uh, well, we got Last week it was Hunter Henry is my fantasy tight end. I kept him up. Jake. And now I got DeAndre Hopkins as my receiver. I'm going to deactivate because I'm feeling good about our defense. And I just, he's too pivotal, pivotal of a player for me to in good conscience have active this week. So deactivated DeAndre Hopkins, your thoughts. Well, I'll tell you what you, um, obviously you're, um, you're letting your Panther fandom uh, override your, fantasy football fandom and I, I appreciate that you're a team player jordan you always well you got to do player. at some point at some point there's a threshold and you got to say i can handle an opposing tight end because chances of him going crazy are low but deandre hopkins i gotta deactivate him what are you thinking about the game this week jake arizona Cardinals. Man. i'll tell you the thing i'm most excited about is there's going to be 5,204 fans in Bank of America Stadium. I think it's 7% capacity. There's a heck of a video on the Panthers' website. Eddie Levins and his staff have put uh, safety protocols in place. Pod system, where you can be with one to five people. Uh, cashless, team stores open. Feels a little bit normal. And how excited are the players going to be to have some fans cheering on for the first time this year, even through training camp and everything? No fans. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Jake. it's going to be great. And, you know, you would assume it's the family members. They, they would be there also along with some fans. Now, my question is this, and I haven't found this answer out. You know how they pipe in some crowd noise and, and, and sometimes the boos or the cheers and, and the things of that. Do the players actually hear that, or is that strictly for television? That's what I'm, I, I wanted to know, and I don't know. I don't know how to find out, except maybe asking a player. But I just haven't got around to it. Well, you know, that's a great question because you and I have not been at any games live. But there will be five thousand two hundred four people who will know the answer to that come Sunday. And, and can you have live fans and pump music over it? We, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to go dig deep with our research and analytics team that consists of me 
this week and find out those answers for us, Jake. You know who else is going to the game? Some local uh, Charlotte Elementary School uh, classes and their teachers. Did you see this? Christian McCaffrey FaceTime or did a Zoom meeting with an elementary school in Charlotte. Dave Tepper did the same thing and surprised them with tickets to the game. That was awesome. awesome. I think that's great. You know um, that little things like that. And as for as a player like Christian, you know he's accomplished so much in his you know short span as a player. But to do something like that and to allow that's to me, that's what it's so fulfilling and so rewarding when you can do something like that in the community and and get some teachers and kids to be able to come or maybe otherwise they might not ever have a chance or don't have a chance to come. So I think that's awesome. Can we talk about teachers for a minute, though? So I watched the Zoom call that the it was on social media and other places with Christian announcing it. I, I know a lot of teachers that are active teachers, retired teachers. The teaching right now has got to be the toughest job in America, Jake. I mean, and I watched that Zoom call with Christian, and there's kids in the backseat of cars. There's kids dancing in front of their screen. They're logging on. They're logging off. I mean, what do you expect middle schoolers to do, right? They're, they're doing their hair. They're antsy. The, the amount of preparation that teachers are having to go through and the exhaustion that they must be facing trying to do what they are, are paid to do, what they love to do with kids of all different situations and technology availability and, and try to advance the curriculum. And I just I can't say enough thank yous to our, the teachers, Jake, and how hard of a job it must be. And. I mean, I can barely focus through a Zoom meeting at, at grown man stage. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling what they're having to do right now. And I can't thank them enough, Jake. I agree. And I think we all as parents have a really, you always have an appreciation for educators and, and teachers. But what since March, when the kids had to go virtual and things like that, and the work being done at home, you have such a a, a newfound appreciation for all the, the teachers. And um, yeah, when they're having to go through something, you know, I, I we're going through it. I know with one of my daughters, they went back to a modified schedule this week just because of a, a possible, you know, hotspot and the contact tracing type of uh, issue. So back to a A and B type of schedule and the, just got to adjust on the fly. That's the where we're at right now. Even the dang president's got Corona now, Jake. So yes, just no, came you out this morning. And, that, no, I know it's like what in the world? The Titans game rescheduled, and now they're saying maybe another game. And I'll tell you what: if you're not flexible these days, you're. It, it's just, it's a heck of a thing. But that's why I love our Friday phone calls that everybody else gets to listen in to, Jake, because I can count on this, and I can count on great energy from you. Uh, good energy. Panthers might get KK back and Russell Okum back at left tackle, which would be awesome, Jake. How do you think that'll go if those guys show up for this game this weekend? Well, certainly two solid football players. Um, you know, KK, we only had one game out of him, and I know it's probably killing him um, not being able to be out there after missing the majority of last season. Um and Russell missing him last week, and we rotated left tackles a little bit last week. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, but listen, give guys, there was growth, Jordan. There's the word again. There was growth. Uh, 
guys had to play different spots and, and rotate corners. And it's nice to be able to have, I, I think Russell's just so steady and nice to be able to have that steady uh, left tackle. And I know Teddy's probably uh, going to appreciate having him back also. Wasn't it weird that the big trade this offseason for the Panthers was Okung to us and Trey Turner to the Chargers, and then neither one played in that game against each other? I just thought that was odd. Yeah, neither neither one played. So, um, but hopefully, you would have felt uh, like the value out. wasn't. Yeah, you would have felt like the value wasn't fair if only one of the guys would have been healthy. Ah, we got the raw end of that deal, right? Uh, so I was glad. I was glad. I'm not glad that Trey didn't play, but it made me feel better. Uh, what do you think about the Cardinals, Jake? They got Cliff Kingsbury, who who was fired in 2018 from Texas Tech after Baylor and Matt Rule came in and beat him. So there's a little history there. Ky- Kyler Murray, their quarterback, went nuts against Baylor in 2018 when Phil Snow was the D coordinator and everything. How about these stats? In 2018, Kyler Murray at Oklahoma threw for Phil Snow's defense, threw for 432 yards, six touchdowns, and ran for a touchdown, Jake. Let's hope that's not happening again Sunday. Let's hope not. And I'll be honest, Jordan, I'm a fan of this young kid. I enjoy watching him play. Um, He can really pass the football. He's not a thrower of the football. He's a passer. Um, And, yes, he is uh, vertically challenged, but – Gosh, he's so dangerous when he takes off running. Just you ever watch him when he takes off? He like he sprints four or five steps and then he goes into the, like this skip, like this slow motion skip. And, you know, the defender's probably saying, oh, my gosh, where's he? Where's what's he going to do? Because you just don't know. And then all of a sudden it's like you press fast forward real quick. He's such a dynamic runner and thrower of the football. And he did struggle some last week. He missed a few things. He had three interceptions. So you would assume he's going to look to rebound because that was a brutal brutal loss uh, for the Cardinals, starting out 2-0 and uh, and then playing at home, uh, playing an 0-2 Lions team. And you're kind of thinking you're going you're gonna to start out 3-0. and uh, So, you know, uh, Kyler's going to want to rebound in a big way and, and have a big game and go turnover free. So hopefully we can affect him uh, in some type of way, whether we're a four down front, where we're, we're, we're a three down front. Do we drop coverage and do we try to get in throwing lanes for him? Um, so this is going to be a big game uh, for us, but listen, we're young. We play hard, man. That's the thing that week in and week out, you watch this football team. We're a, we get after it. And, and yes, every team should play hard, but man, I don't know. I just, there's something about you're starting to see some, uh, like coach rule. If ever you watch some of the practices that were on Panthers.com, the clips they would show and watch him on the sideline, he's intense and, and he's into it. And it's like these players are starting to kind of, kind of become that way. And I love seeing that. I truly love seeing that. Well, the, I agree with you. Last year, I called this game when the Panthers went to Arizona and Kyler Murray helped us out with two interceptions and the Panthers had eight sacks and it was a fairly easy day for the Panthers. And I think it's going to be a much different product, but we do have the advantage because they are traveling East, Jake. So cross country trips are never easy. So the Cardinals who are currently on Pacific time as Phoenix does not exercise the option to use daylight savings time so sometimes phoenix is mountain sometimes they're pacific right now they're pacific so they're going to have the old 10 o'clock kickoff on their body clock on sunday so 
I always found that that I felt I felt like that was a real thing on one o'clock games, Jake, when we were playing, when you would face a uh, Pacific time zone team. So I'm glad to have that. DeAndre Hopkins, you got to be thinking about him, Jake, who's leading the NFL with 32 receptions and over 350 yards so far this year. He's a huge surprise pickup they got in the offseason. And then there's Father Time, Larry Fitzgerald, 37 years old, um, opposite him, who hasn't had many stats this year, but is you know obviously a Hall of Famer. So talk about those weapons for Kyler Murray. Well, he's got many of them, you know. And then Christian Kirk, um, one of their receivers, was out with a groin, and looks like I'm not so sure he'll be up again. But Andy Isabella, uh, second or third round pick for them last year, had a had a couple of big plays for him. Now, one thing I found pretty interesting in just kind of researching this game, we all know Hopkins and how fantastic of a player he is. But Kingsbury kind of he, he called called himself out. He said, "I've got a better job again." Larry involved uh, Fitzgerald early on, so I'm anxious to see if there's going to be something where they're going to try to get Larry involved earlier in the game, maybe force him. I, I hate to use the word force, but kind of give him some more opportunity. So I'm anxious to see how that because that's a fine line. You you want to you know you want to get certain players involved, but you want still want to run your offense, and so. Kyler's still very young. You know, is that in his mind? Hey, we're trying to get Larry involved more. So that could kind of be counterproductive in a way. So I'm anxious to see if that plays out during the course of this game. And a talented defense as well. Chandler Jones is probably the most celebrated guy on there. Corey Peters. Chandler Jones is an outstanding pass rusher. And I I even played against him, Jake, years ago when he was with the uh, Patriots. And you could tell he was going to be special. His whole family – one another brothers is an NFL guy. Another one's an awesome UFC fighter. So talented athlete, Patrick Peterson, cornerback. So uh, good defense, good team. I think that the what uh, what they built there for uh, the the long haul is going to be a product that those guys are going to be proud of. So um, you said though that the Cardinals, or excuse me, the Panthers got to know each other or they're getting to know each other. You said something along those lines you're talking and there was a headline that David Newton put that the Panthers got to know each other in their first win this week. And um, it's true. There's just so many new guys and there's been so much uh, change in the off season that we still are kind of discovering what the team is, Jake. And you mentioned this before we went on the air that the Panthers called a meeting this week and said, well, let's just get to know each other a little bit better, Jake. And I thought that was awesome. And you said it reminded you of a practice that John Fox used to do with us on Saturdays before games where kind of the same purpose where guys got a chance to speak. Yeah, and that's something that I always thought, and listen, I'll never be a head coach, but if ever I was a head coach of an NFL team, I always said, man, I'm going to incorporate what Coach Fox did. And just to enlighten the listeners, uh, the millions of listeners that we have mm -hmm. that on Saturday mornings after our walkthrough on the field, um, and this was before we would either fly out or when we played at home, Coach Fox would ask a player uh, the day before on Friday, hey, would you mind addressing the team? And you could speak about whatever you wanted. And so you knew there was going to be 16 speakers during the course of the year. And if you're lucky enough to make it to playoffs, um, very rarely did we ever have re repeat speakers. And you got to kind of find out a little bit more personality-wise, family-wise about certain players on the team. And that's something that I enjoyed so much because guys, it, it took – they really put thought and effort into it, and they could speak about whatever they wanted. Talked about 
what the game of football meant to them and maybe a, a trial or whatnot they had during the course of their life. And, and, and you got to know somebody just on a different level. And you might say, man, I didn't know, know that about this guy or something with a family. Hey, we went through this with the family. We had a tough time. This is what happened either with my wife or a child or a mother or a grandfather or father, whatever it may be. And there was something about it. And it's like when we walked off the field that day, you just felt a sense of, man, this guy just opened up the window to his heart for me a little bit. And you just, you, you enjoyed it. And it's like you became closer one as a team, but one with that person. And each week guys weren't afraid to kind of let emotions out and, and say what football might've meant to them and what this game means to them. And I just thought that was a special, special kind of, I, I look forward to it so much because we had one, we always had some great speakers and we all loved when John Casey would talk. Because he was yep. so thoughtful, yep. so articulate, and he would always come with something. Uh, Julius Peppers, when he talked one time, because Julius was so quiet, but he kind of opened up. And one that I vividly remember was Tyler Brayton, a defensive end. And he spoke uh, – we were in New York. We we're playing the Giants. Um, and and he spoke. And just to hear him speak, and he was so nervous. And once he got started and got rolling, and when he finished speaking, the team – it was like we we're running through a wall for him, and everybody just hugged him. Those are yeah, his was the that, fist. Yeah, that's right. He's yes. talking about being a fist and like the hand, you know, when it's open and it's vulnerable. That's right. I remember that now. And, yeah, and, yeah, and it just and those things. And you heard Rasul Douglas. He he kind of called that like a team meeting with guys. Like, hey, I was a part of this Eagles uh, Super Bowl team a couple of years ago, and we were so close. And you just without an off season and training camp was so modified uh, and be able to hang out with guys and, and truly get to cut up in a locker room and know them. Um, you, you start to hear a little bit more about guys and you start to understand. And I'm telling you, I'm a big believer in that. I think it brings closeness to a football team. Well, it's harder than ever too, Jake, because I mean, you saw in the headlines this week, the Raiders got in trouble because they, uh, they were at a fundraising event for Darren Waller, I believe, and they didn't have masks on and they caught a bunch of heat for that. And now there's talk of NFL prohibiting gatherings outside of the stadium. So there's just so many variables to all that, Jake. The way that things have been done can't continue on, but maybe things such as this or a way that teams can expedite that process of gelling and coming together. You're right about that, Jake. This That Tyler Brayton, I remember that vividly now, and I hadn't thought about that in years, but you know who another good one was? Mike Minner. He was yeah. like a preacher up there. And right. every, that guy could have told me that the earth was flat and I would have believed him. He was so, he had so much uh, conviction in his voice and certainty when he gave those talks. How, how nervous would you get though? When, cause Foxy would tell you on Friday, Hey, you're up right. tomorrow. And it's not like you can well, say no. And the first time you got no. asked, Yes. Yeah, it ruined my and, whole Friday because I was just <laughs> stressing. Oh God, what am I gonna say? You know, because you knew if you did poorly, everybody make fun of you, and if you did good, you know, and you, you, the minute it was done, though, it was just a huge exhale of relief. And but you had pride in it, in the fact that you accomplished it, right? There, there's no doubt, and and you just, you, and you could tell when we go to lunch right after on Friday because there was no meetings after. If we had production meetings, that was one thing you met with the broadcast crew, but you could tell which guy was kind of quiet because Friday's lunch, you know, was kind of like, all right, Hayes in the barn, 
feel good about what we're doing and, you know, just kind of a, a mental kind of relaxation because you knew Friday night, uh, maybe go out to dinner with the wife or family, you know, family might have been yep. coming in town, excited, but you could see who was quiet. And you would know that, hey, I guess Foxy asked you to talk tomorrow. <laughs> and, and Just and you ruined your whole day. Yeah, the wheels were turning. <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, I, I remember I, I gave one every year. And the 2008 season, we played in San Diego to open up. And Foxy asked me to speak. And I was week one. And I was coming off the Tommy John. So I, I had not yep. played since September the year prior. And I, I remember just preparing for this speech and – it was an emotional time. I'm coming off Tommy John surgery. You're not sure. No other quarterback had really ever had it, so to speak. And so you, you want to make sure. And then I get up talking and I got emotional. And 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 right away I said, and look, I'm probably going to get teased before we walk off the field, but I don't give a damn. You know, this is how yep. I feel. And, you know, you just you, you kind of you just let it out. And um, and that's what you just you just love seeing it. You love, you know, just let letting yourself vulnerable for your football team because I mean you're around them more than you are your family once the season starts. That was an amazing speech, Jay, because you're right. We missed you that whole year before. You came back. Nobody knew how good we were going to be. You give the crying talk. You were crying. You weren't a little bit emotional. You were crying. And your talk was about a tree and all yep. the roots in the soil Correct. and that's where it gets its life and energy and you can't see that but the tree stands tall and stands alone but it's got all these roots beneath it and everybody was so pumped we were at university of san diego yeah, facility we, or no san diego yeah, we, state excuse me yeah we san flew diego out state. we yep, flew out the night and uh, i remember the whole flight that's where i worked on my speech and you know they used to put the the daily breads in our locker um you know, uh -huh. the little devotional. And so I was reading it that day and that's what it was about developing a strong root and, 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 and whatnot in your so, faith and things so like that. And so you and plagiarized I the whole speech. No, Ugh. no, but I, I started giving Ugh. examples of, of players growing up like D'Angelo Williams <laughs> that year. D'Angelo, I think might've led the league in rushing, but that was year three. And D'Angelo was yeah. practicing different and doing different things. And, and, and I know, like Chris Gamble always thought was so talented and Chris was very shy and very quiet. And I remember when I was talking and I was bringing up examples and I looked at him and I said, Chris Gamble, I said, I hate practicing against you. I hate it. And he looked at me with eyes like, what are you talking about? And I told, and I just said, you're so damn good. And you're so athletic. I said, you make all of us better. And it's like, it, it floored him that I told him that. But it, it was true. It's just that's where you, you start to develop more relationship with guys. Yep. Do you remember, so we go out and we win the game. Last minute pass or last second pass to Dante Rosario for the touchdown, the go-ahead go touchdown. We win. Everybody's all excited. And then Gene Brown, rest in peace, former <laughs> head of security for the Panthers. Great man, great friend. Sad that he's gone. But he shows up. You remember this with a giant stump? Like yes, a tree stump, and he's all yes. excited. Here we go! This is a Panthers tree, and he put it in the weight room, and he was so fired up. And I remember I was just thinking, like, well, Gene, this is a dead tree with no top and no root. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it, we left it in there, but your your speech carried on, man. Well, we're out of time, Jake. Good talking to you. Panthers versus Cardinals on Sunday.
Looking forward to watching it. I know you are as well, and we'll see you next week. My football game got canceled, the high school game, because of a hot spot similar to your situation. So, hey, carry on. When you get to when you get to have fun and experience something awesome, Panther fans that are going to the game, enjoy, because you never know what's right around the corner in 2020, guys. So everybody be safe. This is Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Jake, be good, man. I'll see you next week. All right. Have a good weekend. Jordan and Jake powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with a click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.